there in the realms of the living, welcome to Thrones of Game, the Game of Thrones podcast that watches the series backwards. If you've never heard the show before, well, let me explain there, friend. My name is BT Calloway. I've already seen the entire show. And joining me is Elliot J. O'Neill, who had never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones until we started watching in reverse order. Elliot, how are you, buddy? Misa, doing fine. Yeah, this is getting a hard one to pronounce, because we just watched Season 3, Episode 10, entitled Mis- Misa... Mehesa, Mesha, M M H Y S A. Yes, yeah, nothing good... goes M H Y. No, why? 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 Hmm. Yeah, the popular um social media account um MySpace wasn't called MySpace, was it? I mean, am I supposed to get that real kind of guttural? Yeah. In there, I'm Heisa. I don't think so. I didn't. It sounded far smoother when they were like, uh, Misa. Yeah, H has really worked its way in there. So. Yeah, they just they. Just, from writing Dungeons and Dragons campaigns, sometimes you just throw an extra letter in there, like, oh, now it's fantasy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like so. the one when it's double A. Yeah. That, that one feels like you meant to go, da. Yeah, it lets you know you meant to drag it out or put a little apostrophe in there and let you know you break it in half. Um, Yeah. So, uh, for everyone playing at home, this is the one where uh, Gendry Baratheon gets set free and goes rowing for three seasons. Uh, and they do that overhead shot of Dan Brady and all the people around her, and that's like the main touch points of this one. There's other stuff going on, but that's really the main parts. But uh, Elliot J. Neal to the man watching backwards, what just happened? Uh, all that, yeah, all, all that just happened. Uh, the episode started out very good, and then mm. it was okay, and then it was bad. Very, very shocking at the beginning. Uh, do you want to go bad to good or good to bad? How should we do this one? Well, usually we start out with an MVP, which is... I mean, we do. We don't have to because pew, pew, pew. All right, uh, MVP, what is your most valuable part of this episode? Uh, or if you hate it, least valuable part. No, I liked all... I guess it's hard to pick a most valuable player when mm-hmm. I just really liked that opening scene. I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, this was the uh, what I dubbed the Red Reception. And uh, there's just a whole bunch of slaughter going on. And they've got uh, the Rob Stark's Direhead's wolf on his body. Yeah. And it's gross. Yeah, that was an intense thing to, like, because, yeah, we were having dinner and we were like, you know, do we eat and watch Game of Thrones or do we, you know, finish doing first and, you know, so we can note take And I'm like, oh, we're, we're talented podcasters. Mm. We've done this a million times. It's like, Holy fuck, this is intense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we are still talented podcasters. I got two pages of notes and ate all my dumplings. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I will say, um, there is always something, if done well, really does disturb me, which is kind of that celebration of cruelty, mm. uh, which always I find always very distressing in like anything, and often to the point where it makes it hard for me to watch. And uh, that got me on that. It's uh, there's yeah. all these people chanting, "Here comes the king of the north," and this dude's just decapitated body with a wolf decapitated head sewn on, and it's gross, but in the in the right way, in the way that you're like, "Oh shit!" It's a good solid smack to the face. Yeah, well. In amongst all these scenes of, yeah, limbs coming off and, yeah, legless men and people being put into nooses and, yeah. I do, I almost found the guy being hung comical. Like, in the middle of all this slaughter, someone's just like, oh, we'll grab a rope. And it's like, that's an act that takes a lot more time than the rest of all the other things we're doing. Like, no, no, I want to hang a dude. Come, Ah, it's my birthday. Come on, we're hanging a dude. It's like, fine. We'll do what you want to do. We'll hang it. You know how long it takes to tie a noose? We could be stabbing people. Fine, 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 Terry. It's your birthday. <laughs> it doesn't look nearly as cool as the wolf head guy. No. So it's just a snap neck. It's boring. Yeah, uh, he's all like, see, look, we got the one hang dude. And no one else. Oh, they got a wolf head. Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> Birthday's ruined. Oh, see, this is my problem. We did what you wanted, and now it's not good enough. And that's why it was my most valuable part. <laughs> and then they stabbed Terry in this fiction. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I don't have too many notes on it. It is just very well done because it's very short. It's all like fire red lit and chaotic, but you get these quick snaps of just things happening that are awful. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's it's harrowing for, um, for about uh, 30 seconds. Yeah, but makes me look forward to seeing how we'll get there next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think my MVP may have been, let's see, uh, a bit of Tyrion and Tywin back and forth thing. That was pretty good. Yeah, if it was most most valuable person, I'm definitely giving it to our consistent employee of the mm-hmm. month, Tyrion Lannister. That's why, that's why I say most valuable part, because it's not necessarily yeah. a single player, unless you want to throw to a single player. It's all like just a particular scene that really stands out. Now, um, I had kind of forgotten about this, is before the death of Joffrey, there's an intolerance for Tyrion and even a hatred, but there's not this kind of like murderous hatred for him. And yeah. obviously we've only seen that up until this point, because they blame him for uh, Joffrey's death, even though he's he they eventually do accept that he didn't do it. But by that point, they're so... Well, he, he's off with Daenerys now, and he's joined their enemies, and they're like, yeah. they're all on Team Hate Tyrion. Uh, whereas here, he's still a part of the family as much as they don't like him. He's still a part of it, and he's still a functioning member of it. And so there's a great little back and forth where, you know, Tywin's all the thing about families. You have to do what puts the family first, not the whims of the sons and daughters, which is a great little perspective of his, because it's all about almost the, the family as a brand name rather yeah. than people who actually care about each other. Um, so it's a good contrast to just say it's not about what people want, it's about the family. No, that's yeah. it. And we're seeing a couple of people being obsessed with their brand. Mm-hmm. Especially Danis Borandieth. Nope, that didn't work. Yeah, but then he just gets that deep cut in where Tyrion's all like, and went, just tell me when you did something that was for the family and not for yourself. He goes, when I let you live as a baby. He was like, mm. oh! He's like, I wanted to have you just walked out to sea and drowned. He's like, I didn't, because you're a Lannister. Yeah, he wanted to do the homicide version of the Sylvia Plath. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, you might have to correct me on this, but yeah, Tyrion actually had a sit-down conversation with Seesaw Lannister. Have I seen this yet? I'm no, pretty that's, sure this... that's my point. That From yeah. kind of this point on, they're just at each other's throats, quite literally. Yeah. Um, whereas here, they... There's, uh, she still doesn't like him, but she do, they do actually talk very frankly and very directly and actually let their guard down, which, yeah. if not handled well, would have been really stupid. This is my other potential MVP, because yeah. it would have been these characters would not talk like this to each other. Um, cause, but, you know, she's all, you have to, you know, get Sansa pregnant. He's like, I don't want to. It's really it's gross, because she's not yeah. going to want that. And he's all like, um, you need to give that poor girl some happiness in her life. And he's like, well, are you happy you have children? He's like, no. Honestly, I'd have cocked it like years ago if it weren't for my kids. Yeah. Even uh, Joffrey? Even Joffrey. He's like, wow, really? Because Joffrey sucks. He's like, oh, I know Joffrey sucks. <laughs> but, you know, there was a time when he didn't suck. Yeah, he was a little baby and he had just too tiny to harm anybody. He couldn't say bratish bullshit like he does now. <laughs> and even that fuckwit who sucks can't take it away from the fact that he didn't used to always suck. Yeah. <laughs> he can destroy everything, but he can't destroy the past. Mm-hmm. So take that, Joffrey, you stupid bitch. Yeah. Lena Headey, I can't believe she delivered that much more emotion and passion while saying the word suck that many times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird that they just sewed that into the Game of Thrones vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Lord of suck. But uh, I will say as well, yeah, Tyrion Scar, I've pointed it out on the odd occasion, this is like, whoa, this is the most differentest I've ever seen it. Well, I mean, a wizard did it. Yeah, I know, but like... And wizard... I, between seasons yeah, it doesn't actually yeah. seem like that much time has passed well between seasons as well like uh i was noticing in this one dan brady's her dragons are like maybe terriers yeah 
Uh, and in the next season, they're pretty much ponies. Like <laughs> I realize they're meant to be, we're not, that's kind of the benefit of a season break is there's no easy way to define how much time has passed. But that said, it's not been long. No, not <laughs> like, at all. It's been maybe tops a month. Yeah. I don't know how quickly the dragons grow. Yeah. Time frames are difficult in this, but um, yeah. Well, well uh, it depends like I mean, how much time has passed towards the end because if you're going on all brand like it looked like 20 years had passed between <laughs> this and the last season he's such a child on this one it's amazing i know he, oh he has a tiny woman voice it's amazing <laughs> yeah yeah um i did want to throw another quick mvp uh to what was i looking at ah a little bit of uh john bum and aloy uh, with yeah. the comfort, quick, very short confrontation with uh, Ingrid, where you know John's just recovering from something, looks up and he's got an arrow pointed at his face, and uh, just has this. Just again, it's a lot of just reactionary acting, where he's all like, "I know, I've got to go home. You know who I am, and you've just got to. I love you, and you love me, and stuff." And she's just all face acting, and it's great. Honestly, she nails this stuff. Oh, she was good. I thought Kit Harrington sucked. Really, I thought this was like the best I've seen him. Oh god! Like he's, he just comes off as just very broken and tired and just burned out and not entirely sure he's going to walk away from this. Oh, this was yeah, the stupidest scene of the episode until that very final scene <laughs> for me. Oh wow! Okay, well we have a point of contrition. I would say this is the best of Kit Harrington. Uh, yeah, like I don't I, know. It's... Kit Harrington also has the Denarius thing where their character's so overhyped, and I'm a bit of a cynic, so I'm just yeah, like, yeah. you know, what's so good about them anyway? But yeah, I, I just found him so insufferable. I, I thought she was good. Yeah, I think, but I think insufferable, well, I mean, from my perspective, it was kind of the point that he is just haggard and burned out and is just mm. blurting out everything because he doesn't, there's no time or energy left for, you know, uh, tact or decorum. It's just, this is everything and I have to go by now. <laughs> oh, fair enough. That was my take of it. Well, I don't and know then the she context for what happens before, so yeah. we'll then, see. Then she shoots him a bunch. Yeah, and, yeah. I liked that too. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like it hurts. There's a lot of impact on that. And, you know, you know what they say, love is never having to say, please stop shooting me with arrows. <laughs> so, but as we find out from Tormund later, she really could have offed him if she wanted to. Yeah. So, you know. Ah, uh, I guess. Aw. Uh, and she also drops the line, you know nothing, which is a bit of a meme, but we'll come to better versions of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, where do we move to next? Nudity? There was none. No nudity. No nudity. Um... There was, uh, I mean, the nudity-adjacent subject. There was a bit of that. Bit of, uh, what, not cock talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, it's not cock talk. It's a unique segment. No, no, no sound of zipping. Not necessary. I need to. Uh, so, yeah, you've, you've finally seen the point where, uh, well, not the point, but the, the aftermath, the direct aftermath of Theon losing his dick. Yeah, the... Um, I've seen the scene of where Theon becomes Reek. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the dude who plays Randy Snow, once again, is just fantastic at being awful. <laughs> oh yeah, that whole daddy-dom creepy vibe where he's like going in for little kissies on his neck and, ah, that's it, I can call oh, you Reek, because you're, you're a smelly bitch. Oh, you're a smelly bitch, but he says it so delightful. Oh, you're a smelly bitch, you're going to be Reek, yay, I've named you. Mm. Yeah, and, and then just... punches him in the face. What's yep. his name? Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yep, that's how you teach children what their name are. Yep uncomfortable but effective yeah and i do like the whole scene starts with him eating that sausage and then it's like oh do you have phantom dick syndrome and then yeah that gif of him wobbling the sausage with a big stupid smile is another <laughs> meme i wanted to throw to what a me we're coming back into more of the memes i'm happy about that hmm. um yes big cheesy sausage mm -hmm. that's that's about all that's out of that but hey you've seen reek begin so yeah 
I guess. Yeah, um, and what an a, origin story. Yeah, and there's a good line from uh, Ramsey as well, where he's all like, Mother said not to throw stones at Crippled, but Father said aim for their head. <laughs> Hate this guy. Hate him so much. <laughs> this is where he's a bit more whimsically evil, <laughs> mm. instead of just full-on psychopath evil, but uh, it's interesting. Oh, how delightfully creepy. Yes, he's all delightful. <laughs> Going to murder you. Eating Hop. food menacingly. Shift your penis to, you know, your father. Whoop, 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 whoop. He knows what food to eat in what moment. <laughs> yep, just took his dick. I know, he's sausage. Yeah, well, as we discussed before, if you can eat fruit menacingly, that's good. If you can eat sausage menacingly, it being an inherently silly food. Mm. Well done, you know how to act. Well, he also knew to lead into the slapstick and silliness of it too, with the, you know, shaking of it while the cheese sauce dripped. I'm assuming it's cheese sauce, I don't know. It looks I thought that it was way. like mustard. But, yeah. uh, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Like a cheese kransky. That, mm. sounds, that sounds pretty good right now. I am full of dumplings, but uh, yes. So then uh, Yara and her father get some sea mail. Yep. Yes, that could be S-E-A for C, because, you know, they live on an island. Or it could be C for cock mail, yes. I <laughs> oh, could split oh, either that... way. Oh, okay, I didn't see you were going there, okay. Ha-ha, <laughs> wordplay, motherfucker. So this is the guy that ate it on the bridge in the rain one time? Yep. Yep, okay. That's that guy. And Yara, we know this is her taking off on that quest that fails later. This is amazing, because, like, this episode is, seems to be setting up a bunch of shit that didn't, like, pay off until season five or six. It does feel like it's a long way off, because Yara, I can't remember what it is, but yeah, was it end of last season or beginning of the season after, where she actually finally shows up and tries to save yeah. Theon? Uh, I'm not even sure, but yeah, I agree. It feels like a long, long way away. Yeah, it's just sort of interesting. Like, season four, it didn't, like, that was so far my most focused season, but... Yeah, now I think about it, it didn't have a lot of these story beats mm. that I didn't realise were set up this early. Like, And I'd be surprised if you told me that with any other show that it sort of, you know, had season four do a bunch of shit and waited for those guys to catch up. Like, the mm. Scooby gang doesn't pay off until season six. Yeah, I know. I haven't... When you talk about the show being very slow-paced and very deliberate, and then that's why the last two seasons were just rushed to the end, and it's like, yeah. what is going on? No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, another thing that doesn't pay off for a very, very long time is when Sir Davos frees Gendry Baratheon and uh, sets him off sailing, and we don't see him till like, season six. Oh, right. I think. I'm not even sure when he shows up again, but it's... Who was he? <laughs> uh, Gendry is Hammer Time. Um, he also... Oh. Yeah. Oh, because he comes uh, back to the beach of escaping. Yeah, yeah. And he gets made um, Lord of Storm's End and, uh, you know, has oh, sex with Arya. That... Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's a big part towards the end, but he vanished for a long, long time to the point of like, where is he sailing to? Just mm. two entire seasons out at sea. Well, he didn't fall out. Yeah, I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, again, Sir Davos fucks. It's amazing. I do love his <laughs> bit where it's just like, have you ever been sailing before? No. Do you know how to swim? No. Don't fall in. <laughs> And that's all. But yeah, it was a big question, at least on my mind. Like, what happened to that kid? Is he supposed to have died? Does it not really matter? Surely it's going to come up at some point. Yeah. Uh, it eventually did and with a hammer, but you know. Mm. There we go. Uh, and yeah, his explanation that we'll see next time was like, she walked, the red woman walked in with all these big words and no clothes. And what would you have done? He's like, yeah, fair point. <laughs> she does have a lot of big words and no clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we're talking about her, uh, Man, Stannis' sets all look like shit. <laughs> it, this one actually, ah, it was weird. It was, I would have said it was nicely lit if I didn't think it was kind of fake, but I'm not entirely certain. It, the sun felt so overexposed, though. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible because sometimes suns do that, but not often. So. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it was sort of hard to look at. And 
I don't know, Stannis kind of bugs me, man. <laughs> like, he's got such a cool name as well, Stannis Baratheon. Mm. And he just looks like he's in middle management at <laughs> fucking office work. And he's gunning for CEO, man. Yeah, but he's not going to make it. Oh, we know that. But <laughs> he looks like the kind of guy that does all that and then on his weekends uh, shoots his own fan versions of this and it looks like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but with a, he's got the voice for it at least. Um... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, what else? Oh, yeah, this should have been the episode called Kill the Boy, because the Red Woman's like, we have to kill the boy. So I said, there it is. Oh, not yeah. that other episode that was called Kill the Boy for <laughs> the metaphor of you have to lead childhood behind. It's not how growing up works, you stupid show. <laughs> no, the naming conventions of Game of Thrones, like, our naming conventions only just make a little bit more <laughs> sense. But, like, that they chose to call this one Misa. Like, fucking hell. Can I yeah. rag against this stupid scene now? Oh, let's I'm go for already it. Already in a bad mood. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This sucked. Fucking hell. This is setting, like, this is the last scene of your season and you're setting people up for hype, mm-hmm. you know, for 40 weeks from now when you're going to bring the show back and you end it on this fucking tripe. And you know what? Also, going backwards, you know that this is setting up for this scene to happen over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Denarius walks into a place, gets a lot of praise for some fucking reason and then <laughs> takes over. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to remember because I knew that happened at the end of this uh, season. Uh, and I was just trying to remember what happened prior to that. And then we got there. I'm like, oh, that's what happened. Nothing. Not, yeah. not in this episode. Maybe something happened in the last episode. But um, yeah, she just walks up to a place outside the city gates and is standing there. And is all like, oh, I wonder if they're going to come say hello. And then they all come out and they all say hello. And she goes, stands in the middle of them. Yeah. Oh, and then gets crowd surfed for a bit, and then yeah. they do that dumb shot of them circling around, and a fucking dragon does a literal swipe into, the, and then the credits roll. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I will give so it so tacky and bad. I'm sorry. No, it's like the one thing I will give it is they do this overhead shot of her in the middle of them all, and that's meant to, at least according to fans, I don't know if they've ever confirmed, meant to mirror the shot in the Battle of the Bastards where John is like surrounded by all these dead troops and he's clawing oh, yeah. his way out. That's meant to be the kind of parallel, and you know, the suggestion that. This is actually their story, the Song of Ice and Fire. Uh Um, I do like that as a visual reference, but again, I was literally trying to remember what led up to that, and I had no idea. And the fact that it's the last five minutes tacked onto this episode, they then gets named after it is very, yeah. yeah. I agree, for an exit moment, maybe we just need a bit more context, but the fact I can't remember doesn't speak terribly well to it. Yeah, well, I can only say that the reason why this episode had been named after it is because it sets the trend of Daenerys walking into a place and taking over for some fucking reason. Yeah, and, and then being all like, oh, but I'm so good. Yeah, and and yeah, hanging out with, uh, what's her Scooby gang? There's like this dude that's like a fucking rhythm guitarist from Racer X or something. Oh, is he on the far left? Yeah. Yeah, remember the fun dude with the naked girl knife? Naked girl knife? Yeah, remember he threw the knife at that horse running at him and then... Uh, all right yeah that's him same same character different actor oh, this, this is, is the point the where we switched actors to a very plasticky looking long haired dude looks a, like like substitute Fabio for yeah. the romance novels that Fabio couldn't make it to that's this guy no totally yeah so it's I agree it's a weird shit like they they got someone they cast someone that clearly didn't look anything like the previous guy which I guess fair enough if you're gonna recast someone just switch it entirely yeah but it is still very jarring because I think it's the only recasting they did I don't know. Yeah. Um, Never actually looked up why they did that, so... Because, yeah, this guy can only play rhythm guitar. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he can't say anything. 
He can't act. Yeah, yeah. Just and they're just main chords either. Nothing fancy. No mm-hmm. slash chords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, sword slash. Yeah, I couldn't get there. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, this scene was dumb, and I hate it, and I'm not looking forward to seeing any more of Daenerys's bullshit. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, something I do am looking forward to when uh, Jim Jam Lannister finally rocks up back at King's mm. Landing. Uh, Tilda Swanson is with him, and also I'm pretty sure in the background was Darth Maester traveling with them. Oh, I'm right. Like, Oh, is that where he came from? I'm really, really curious now. Like, they pick him up on the way. What's going on there? Because, again, Darth Maester is another character who was kind of just always in the background, but became such a big part of it. I'm not entirely sure where he started. Yeah. So we might have seen his first episode, but I'm pretty sure he was there, and he looked like he was traveling with them in this one establishing shot where they rock up to the gates. Uh, so I'm curious to see, yeah, does he join them at some point? Yeah. That's that's a whole thing. His His story, he's always kind of fun. That's a weird guy. I like him. Hmm. Yeah, it's actually funny, you know, I keep thinking about, wow, they didn't end up giving a lot of these characters a lot to do. Mm. Uh, But, I mean, there's a hundred of them. Because they blitzed through two seasons when it should have been, like, four. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, amongst other problems, but that's really the main one, just the rush of it. Um, Oh, yeah, also while we're talking about the Red Woman, I like how... You know, uh, Davos gives them the the scroll from the raven, and she unfurls it and reads it for herself, and then sets it on fire. It's like, bitch, you gotta set everything on fire. Yeah. (laughs) I know that's your deal, but come on. And it's like, oh, I see in the fire now that there is some White Walkers coming, and it's important. You better not kill him. It's like, you're just saying what I just said. You're just copying things and doing it all mystical. You're full of shit, aren't you? Oh, I meant to drop the beans on the floor. It is the will of my faith. Will of my faith, yes. Oh, it foretold the future of you not being mad at me for spilling the beans. Yeah, just the fucking convenient excuses and, oh, <laughs> God damn it, Stannis, don't you see? Yeah, you stupid fuck. She's annoying. She has a convenient answer for everything. Yeah, I think none of her prophecies come true either. She's mm. all like, oh, and you'll be essential in fighting the White Walkers, but he dies before then. Does that send anything else in particular in motion? I guess it kind of motivates John to go take back Winterfell, and that's important, mm. I guess. That's a stretch, though, Fire Lady. Like, come on. And, yeah, she's just, like, out in the battlefield, I think is her last scene, I remember. I don't remember. Yeah, she takes off the necklace, gets old, and walks out into the snow. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, for a particular reason, as far as I can tell. She's like, oh, I'm kind of done. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't pay me enough to, for me to do a whole scene, so bye. Bye. <laughs> You'll miss seeing me new. <laughs> <coughs> um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, other other mentions of violence. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of uh, Arya and the Hound traveling around, stabbing dudes. Yeah, getting some hack and slashing. I like this as sort of setting up her uh, embarking on her list, you know. Mm-hmm. And the first kill is always the roughest, and yeah, seeing where she goes from here, it's. Yeah, I did enjoy Something. that it was clearly very improvised and very much relying on the idea the Hound would come back her up because there's yeah. some, some uh, Lannister troops all sitting around going, oh, wasn't it cool? We I don't think the Lannisters actually think they're... Uh, these guys are from Walder Frey. So, the Freys, I guess. And they're all like, ah, I'm the guy who stitched his, the wolf's head to the the dude to oh, Rob's right, body. Yeah. And uh, I do like the other guys like, fucking 20 people have claiming to do that. What makes you different? Oh, it totally was. It's like, it was really difficult and I worked really hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the idea that like a bunch of people then started to claim it was them. It's like, mm. yeah, that's kind of funny. That would happen. Uh, and then, yeah, Arya walks up and drops a little coin. He bends over to pick it up. Like, shank, 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 shank. Yeah. Just fucking prison rough style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I do like the hound is like, where'd you get the knives? Like, I stole it from you. He's like, oh, fuck, she did too. <laughs> Sneaky bitch. I really wish there were more of the, these two in season four. I know, just buddy cop movie all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I do wonder, like, how much sort of behind-the-scenes stuff got in the way of the writing of the show, because, I don't know, especially with all Bran, I just sort of get the feeling that, I don't know, they wanted to let him do puberty first. There was definitely that problem where, because they had started with so many young stars who... yeah. Weren't staying the same age and weren't getting any younger. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, when we cut to uh, all Bran and the Raisinettes, I'm switching it from Scooby Gang. Okay, fair enough. You know, Bran, Raisin, whatever. Um, yeah, they're hanging out the night fort. He tells a little story about a rat that has to always eat its own babies. Mm. Yep. Um, then Smash cuts to Walter Frey, but we'll get to that. Uh, and then Sam rocks up and realizes who he is because how many people travel around with a freaking dire wolf? Yep, that's it. Yep, it's a dead giveaway, but fair enough. Um, not a whole lot come from that, just uh, getting pieces in different places. But that's fine, it was still a fine scene. Yeah, and I don't know, I had a weird moment where I was like, oh cool, they're going to hang out. Wait, no they're not, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> High hopes for ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and I do like when they're all like, you killed you're the f- you killed a White Walker. No one's killed a White Walker in thousands of years. And Sam's like, oh it had to be someone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sam from another series. <laughs> oh, and we see the moment where Gilly names Sam. Yeah. Little Sam. Oh, yeah, and the other thing, when um the hound kills a dude and just kind of slashes him straight across the face, making him like a Pez dispenser, that, mm. was, that was brutal and fun. Yeah, oh, te- moment of violence, fuck yeah, the hound rules. Goddamn. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> totally does. Fortunately, I think you see plenty more of him, but that's fun. But yeah, not as much buddy cop movie as we would like to see. Let's get some full-on lone wolf and cub traveling across the land with just him and Arya. Totally. I know the show is over and you can't do it anymore. But... And they'll probably look a bit too old now, but still. Yeah, I would enjoy that. I'd be on board. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's not strictly speaking, I mean, you couldn't do it, but let's have like a comic book about it. I'd read, read that. It'd be fun. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So yeah, they smashed to Walter Frey's place, who's still having blood scrub- scrubbed out of his floor. Yeah. And I kind of, again, I love the subtext of that in terms of being like, all these people have all these murders. And then it's like, oh, and then everything about who's going to clean it. You know, someone cut a dude's head off and a wolf's head off and switched it. And uh, who do you think cleans that up? That's me. <laughs> That's me. All right. That's my job. What the fuck? But you'd, oh, fuck, you could at least say thanks, dick nuts. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I like the idea of the, the sub characters going on in this universe. Just like, I mean, I've seen some fucked up parties before, man. You used to like piss and vomit and maybe a little bit of blood. But like, I know I, I get why you put the wolf's head on the dude. Why did you put the dude's head on the wolf? <laughs> you didn't even parade it around. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, which one's going to scare people more? Yeah, exactly. It's like they did both, and then, uh, fair enough, you made the right choice, but then why do the other one? <clears throat> yeah, so it's a bit of out damn spot while he's just scrubbing that floor. Mm. Cross-reference <laughs> with Shakespeare. Uh, yes, uh, let's see. What else have we got for notes here? Yeah, um, ticked off the main notes. The only mm-hmm. things, like, are just a couple more scenes. Um, I love... Uh, What's he's fuck now? Ah, oh, now who now who can't remember names? Uh, uh, I'm contagious. Tywin, uh, yeah. Uh, Tywin Lannister. Yeah, sending Joffrey to bed. I know, I was about Amazing. to say. Amazing. <laughs> you just sent the king to bed. Well, he was That's being a supper. massive cunt. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, I want you know, Rob Stark's head. I'm going to feed it to Sansa at my wedding feast. Oh, he's just joking. No, I'm not. Uh, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Killed any puppies. <laughs> yeah. Here's a good entry light. Yeah. Uh, and I do like he goes, but I am the king. It's like anyone who says I am king is not really a king. It's like, mm. Yeah, it's like ooh, and then yeah, sends him to bed, <laughs> like, and he's even going, I'm not tired. <laughs> but he was tired, and he had ye old juice box and took a nice long nap. Mm. Mm. Even though you shouldn't do that because that's like too much sugar for a kid before bedtime. You give him a nice glass of water and a punch in the face. <laughs> oh yeah, as we've learned, that's how they learn what their name. Now, what's your name? <laughs> Tommen? No. Psh. Try again. 
Joffrey, yes, good boy. So if you don't do that, that's how kids end up calling themselves. Um, sound the- uh, sound crowd. Ah. SoundCloud rap names. Yes, exactly. I'm um, little something or other. Nope, shut up, little bitch. No, that's it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> reek. <laughs> little reek. My Sorry, music Lil. reeks. <laughs> little reek. Um, Bit of Varus as well, wearing that creepy robe that you can... He's so jerking off under there. <laughs> he doesn't have a dick. <laughs> or does he? Or is that a convenient excuse? <laughs> or is he constantly doing a phantom J.O.? <laughs> With his phantom penis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how you can't tell he's moving, because he's yeah. not... It's all in his head. Yeah. Yeah, no, I actually quite like this scene with a bit of Shay and Varys, and he's all like, you know, you need to leave, and kind of reveals he's very much on Team Tyrion. He's like, uh, mm. Tyrion Lannister is the only person who can maybe, maybe make this kingdom a little bit better, and he's got the right name and the right standing and all these things, and but he doesn't need you, our complication. And, you know, she gives the whole, if he wants me to go, he needs to tell me himself. And it's like, it was a good scene. I liked it. Yeah, no, people acting the shit out of good... Dialogue. Yeah, he is real good. <laughs> Does make me wonder what Shay's whole like plan in the background was, though, because eventually we know she rocks up to his trial. She betrays Tyrion. She bangs Tywin. But like, why? You could have had diamonds, girl, and gone to, like another country. What was your What was your long game plan here? Yeah, I, I guess this is kind of the good and the bad thing about Game of Thrones that I've noticed is that, yeah things don't get paid off as deeply as I would expect they would, mm. but maybe that's kind of good that they leave a little bit up to the imagination. Yeah. but sometimes I'm like, wait, what happened? Yeah, well, because I was about to say, there's no way to explain that without really stopping and it just having her explain everything. You don't want to do that. I think no. it's fair to say some things are left unspoken and that's just the way things are. Sometimes you just never find out. Uh, so I'm okay with it in that sense. I just, I don't, I'm just curious. But uh, so, so yeah, not something I want the show to explain to me. Maybe just a hint, a little bit of something somewhere. Sure. But I'm 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 totally fine with them not grinding to a halt. Going okay, so this is what she was doing. This is what she was really doing, and blah blah blah. Okay, that would be boring. Fair enough. And yeah, just like life, sometimes you just don't know. You never yeah. find out. Mm. But yeah, fair. I'll give it a pass. Yeah, totally. Yep. Um, get a little pod and uh, before the uh, conversation with Seesaw Lannister and. Uh, Tywin, not Tywin, Tyrion, mm. uh, Pod and Tyrion have a little back and forth where they're getting smashed. Like, you have to keep up. It's like, don't think I can. It's like, being drunk all the time isn't easy. If it was, <laughs> everyone would do it. Yeah. Yep. Good little bit. It's nice to see Tyrion in his drinking and knowing things phase. Mm-hmm. It's a good phase. And yeah, I am genuinely surprised and quite enjoying how different this Tyrion is to the ne- next couple of seasons mm. when he is this like wanted man and hated by everyone and uh, on the other side now and all that kind of stuff and constantly on the back foot yeah yeah it's it's a very interesting contrast I quite enjoy it in this rewatch um, yeah and besides just charming old blind maester I don't have any other notes he's just charming and old and blind he certainly is uh, I got at least one um, where Sansa and Tyrion are taking a little walk in the garden as they always do uh, and Shay's kind of there as kind of a third wheel or maybe Sansa's the third wheel but I do like where they talk about getting revenge on the people who are giggling at Tyrion. And she's like, oh, you know, you need to, um, what is it, uh, put, put Schiff in her bed. <laughs> and she's like, why are you saying Schiff? It's like, oh, it's, it's, the, it's the rude term for feces. And, yeah. like, and he and Shay are like, oh, oh girl, oh, you heard that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good little moment. I like that, again, they don't overexplain it. It's just there. It's like, this is the kind of sheltered life she's had. Yeah, exactly. Where she thought the wrong word was the one you giggle behind your hand about. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's a good little bit. Um, informs her character. And then later on, again, just face acting when she finds out uh, Rob and her mother had died, mm. is just staring out a window. And again, that's all you have to do. And it's quite good. So. No, absolutely. And yeah, uh, Jane Grey always kills it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Any other notes that I have on this? Don't think so. Oh, when John gets dragged into Castle Black and he looks up at two guys and he goes, Oh, Pip, Sam. It's like, if that's not a Lord of the Rings reference, I don't know what is, because there's Pippin <laughs> in that and Sam. Oh, right. And I feel like that has to be intentional. If not, you if it wasn't intentional, you think you'd steer away from it as hard as possible. Yeah. And you Sam's know. like, oh no, he thinks he's from the series that I'm actually from. I mean, no one's from. What are you talking, talking about? about? I, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did you come here from another series? Well, I heard you had sex in this series, and they don't really in Tolkienverse. So, uh, came here to slay? <laughs> it would only take him until, what, season five, I think? He got there. Yeah. Yep. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Sam, Gillian, the mace talking back is kind of cute, but yeah, there's nothing much there. I believe that puts me out of notes. So we must then ask our final question. How did we get here? Well, uh, Raven came and delivered a scroll uh, to me that said that the next episode is going to be called The Reigns of Castamere. Ah. So uh, this is less an episode title and more a weather forecast. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a showery day. Yeah, poor Castamere. They were going to go on a picnic, mm-hmm. and now they can't put out the washing. Oh, I have to go out my laundry. Um, <laughs> you know, they had all the whole day planned, and now it's raining. That's it. I mean, it would be a great way to shoot around, you know, on an unpredictable weather schedule as well. You know, some days you get the sun shining for Stannis Baratheon, other days when you're shooting at Castamere, all rains. Yep. I do have to show you, I found out uh, Serge Tankian did a version of Reigns of Castlemere. So oh, I'll right. Have to, uh, check that out, and then I'll send it to you. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the song that was playing in the DVD menu. Yes. Oh, by the way, yeah, uh, I, it's been a while, but we watched uh, Game of Thrones on DVD. We've been mostly on Blu-rays or Fuck Foxtel. Yes, from back in the days when I was uh, illegally downloading Game of Thrones, and to atone for that, I was then buying the DVDs, because mm. uh, this is Australia, and the only option was to get cable TV, and as you might have remember from our third episode, Fuck Foxtel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that wasn't an op- that was an option, but I wasn't going to take it. Uh, so yeah, I still had the DVDs, still shrink wrapped. Yeah, because uh, I didn't. I again, I bought them to atone for it, and I never got around to rewatching it. Mm. So uh, yeah. DVD and now uh, I'm very tempted to go out and get the Blu-rays because you were that... immediately disappointed in the quality. I I literally can't tell. It was a noticeable downgrade. There was so much pixelation happening all over the place, yeah. especially in interesting scenes. And I noticed, especially on uh, Callous Girl's face as mm-hmm. well, there was a lot of yeah that color pixelation where um yeah it's just. I mean, that's the thing, man. I was born in 1985, and the highest resolution we had was 8-bit, so that's as high as my eyes go. Yeah, but the TVs were that small as well. Like. Yeah, but I mean, that's what that's what my you know eyeballs are calibrated to, so that's all I can see. Everything is just 8-bit to me. Fair so, enough. Yeah, quality, resolution doesn't matter. But uh, for your, one of your kids who was born during the 32-bit era. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. I got a nice new TV, which probably yes. makes it look a lot worse. It does. It, certain parts did definitely look a little bit faker than I was used to. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well. Till then, until we switch again from DVD into Blu-ray. I was trying to make a White Walker joke, and then I remember they were white, not blue. I wonder if you can so get I'd... it on VHS. If we, if you can, we absolutely uh, should. There is a fantastic video called like um, 1990s Game of Thrones where they redo the uh, introduction like it was made in the 90s. It's really funny. Oh, I see um, it. I probably shouldn't watch it. It does have spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> it has some backshadowing. Otherwise, I would have shared it because it is very funny. But you, you're out there. Go have a look. There's two different versions. One is significantly better. It's uh, all synced to I want it. All, I want it all. I want. It, I want it now. Sick. <laughs> Which is <laughs> the perfect choice, especially very 90s. Anyway, 
we're battling, that means we're done. So, until next time, I've been BT Calloway, that's been Elliot J. O'Neill. Goodbye. And for now, our watch has ended. And again, that guy who freaking plays, um... Really? Come on. <laughs> like, I'm stuck on Ruse Bolton. I know it's not Ruse. What if I said Flash Gordon? <laughs> right, right. I had to figure out the Flash Gordon Ramsey Street because for some yep. reason <laughs> I'm supposed to be going to idols instead of like anything mm. else. Yes. <laughs> wonder how well I can do that at the moment. Flash Gordon, Ramsey Street, fighter, pilot, lightsaber, tooth, fairy, dust, pen, Pacific Rim job. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs>